This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast hosted by yours truly, Tyler Barth, all the way from Blue Studios out in Westlake Village, California, where we invite our favorite artists to come out and co-host the show. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with today's special guests. This is the Blue Microphone's official podcast out here from the House of Rock in Santa Monica, California. I'm your host, Tyler Barth, with my co-host, Gaio. Hi, what's up? (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly we're like, hi. Well, our podcast listeners did not hear about the 20 minutes of us going back and forth um, leading into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the drunken escapades and the Hong Kong... The Hong Kong what? All right, the I Hong did Kong not madness, disclose madness. any of my Hong Kong trip. None of that is for public <laughs> but you, consumption. You face us at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. You 16 t- hours difference is not okay. Is, yeah, Let's no, be honest. Crazy. That is a day and a half past. Yeah, yeah. Or at least a day of day. Yeah. A, a day of a day. If that's a word. All right, for our podcast listeners, this is the second time I've had Rodax and Kinski on my podcast. It's true. Uh, they were formerly of Montenegro. And for those who want to check it out, it's probably Podcast 75, somewhere back back in the day. We did it last you should, year. You should do a, like a, a quiz. What, it should be a what, quiz right now. Like like you were ta- you were testing us about David Bowie, so we That's true. We now you're going to... Test my knowledge. Right back at you. I just yeah. know it was a year ago. It was a yeah. year and something ago. No, it was actually a year ago exactly because then we left on tour right after that. It was November, so we went on, on, a, on a November tour. So we were at your studio in October. Fair enough. So our podcast listeners, check out Montenegro. This is the evolution. This is the next the next best thing. In fact, it is the best thing. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope it's the yeah, best thing. Yeah. And you guys are getting ready to go back on tour, and there's just all kinds of stuff going on. So let's back up a little bit. Uh, I'm talking to two brothers. I'm excited to talk to those two brothers. Yeah. And uh, Kinski has already sort of waved and said, well, I don't know if we want to be that associated. But yeah. give us the story, Kinski. What was the evolution like, and how did you pick the name Gallo? Wow. Um, well, the evolution just came about, you know, after after ten years with uh, Montenegro. I think we we decided that uh, we wanted to continue making di- different kind of music. I think that uh, you know, being the main writers, you know, we we just felt like a different necessity. And after ten years of doing sort of the same thing, we had grown curious of many things, and I think that to shake up the the sort of because we you know we did really well with Montenegro we signed to Sony and and you know it's something that we did extremely uh well and we we toured and stuff but we didn't want the association of it was too too different of a project you know to tr- try to do Montenegro and so Gallo means rooster and he also the thing with Montenegro unfortunately you know the, the negro which a lot of people can say because you're in LA but there's also the you know the the negative connotation and association so we never realized it until a few times when we went to like Mississippi or when we went to Kansas City and we went wearing our Montenegro shirts and it's all this older black folks and they're looking at us like what in the hell is a saying you shirt and you're like wow you know <laughs> so no seriously that yeah. was also part of I mean we we are catering to to the U.S., you know, mostly because that's where we live. We live in California, so Gallo seemed like a nice, you know, a nice progression. It's also our uh, grandmother's last name, which is, you know, our sort of surname. Uh, so it means rooster, and you know, it just it's it was a cool thing, and 
you can also say it really simply, you know I mean? It's not like some weird thing in the U.S. where it's like, well, what is gay? It's gallo, you know? So it's, either way, you can say gallo, gallo, it doesn't matter to us. Um, but that was, the, that was the thing. But it was mostly we wanted to change. So we wanted to have a sort of clean beginning, you know? And I think that Rodex tonight realized that. And we wanted to have fun, too, man, because I think that being in a band for a long time, some people, you know, I mean, I'm sure some people have fun, but you forget that it's yeah. about and sometimes you don't really have the freedom of like being like uh, what we do right now we you know like song needs a uh, guitar drums whatever we just me or him do it you know we don't we're not we don't have any titles where you know oh you're the bassist you're the guitarist you're the singer yeah. so we pretty much do whatever it takes to you know to do the song so you're both multi-instrumentalists yeah, I mean, not even if we're yeah. not multi-instrumental, I think we're much more open. We're like, you know, there's no hierarchies with us. I feel like with a band, you establish a sort of hierarchy and suddenly you're like, I mean, Rolex is a, an extremely gifted musician, I think, you know, much more so than me. You know, I would say we're different talents in different aspects, but meaning like, you know, we want to put a trumpet in, you know, or keyboards, yeah. like, like for instance, you saw it, uh, we, we, we brought yeah. a few keyboard players and we're just very, we're very, uh, uh, musically promiscuous you know in a sense we're not very like that you know so it, it's like you know we listen to anything from salsa to reggae to so our stuff is not strictly rock you know in the in the in the sense of the world oh even though like that is our part of our influences other influences and that's the one thing that when we started doing this new record rodax and i said you know because there's no drummer in this record there's always it's all it's all uh uh programming yeah you know, because we didn't want to deal with drummers, honestly. No disrespect, but it's just it's just a nightmare because we wanted to do something that was very simple and very groove-oriented. Where did you guys record the album? Uh, Phantom Vox, which is uh, it's actually in Fairfax and Melrose. Like, it's owned by uh, Robbie Draco, which, you know, he, he's from Puerto Rico and he's a very talented uh, artist as well. And it was just a great, a great uh, environment. We recorded it with Juan Covarrubias, who's an amazing uh, musician, great keyboard player, and Seth Horan, who's a, a very talented uh, uh, engineer. And we actually also changed our titles too because we produced a record, which was one thing that we wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I mentioned that like earlier with Montenegro and I guess like most of the, well, not really Kinski, but like the other members freaked out because they didn't feel that, they, they didn't think they had the, confidence the knowledge to do it you know but i felt that it was we were ready to like, to go to the next thing but i guess that's part of the the reason why we like decided to go on our own just to you know take because we have so much experience in the studio with many bands and and, and so many songs that we have done in the past so you know i felt that we had the come the you know the, the knowledge so one of the things especially unique is that you have two albums that'll be coming out in february one is entitled Fuego, the other Phoenix Rising. One in English, one in Spanish. Yeah. Let's go through that thought process of, of why you would do something like that. I guess from a marketing standpoint, I totally get it. But well, it wasn't even the marketing. I mean, honestly, the thing is like, look, we, we, we come from, you know, when we got signed to Epic Records, which, you know, it was a great, I mean, you know, look, we grew up in, I mean, we, we were born in Mexico. We grew up in the States. So it's kind of weird because we're, we're sort of landless, you know, like 
we go to Mexico and they're like, oh, you gringos, you know, and we come here and people are like, oh, you have an accent. So it's a difficult thing because we're not trying to sell anything new. It's just we were trying to, uh, we tried the bilingual thing. And in my opinion, it didn't work. I mean, it just, it's just, it's like, I feel like when people listen to Spanish, you know, especially Anglo listeners, it might be a little bit, you know, like, oh, we're trying to conquer me kind of thing. And we're not trying to do that. I mean, for us, music is music. But I think for the sake of just uh, practicality, you know, we had all these songs, you know, and I think that we had toyed with the idea in the past uh, of, of, you know, making a strictly English record, strictly Spanish, even though we did a, a French track, which is ironic, but um, we wanted to keep it sort of compartmentalized into one, you know, one feature in English, one in Spanish, so that we don't have the kind of thing that we've had for years that they sort of nagging and like, oh, well, you know, I like the record, but it's like, you know, now it's very simple and it's like, it's good music, man. So if you don't like Spanish, you know, listen to the English. If you don't like English, listen to Spanish. If you don't like either, don't listen to it. If you like both, buy both, you know. But I think that it was something that we were very curious to explore, you know, and having you know, having been here since I was 10, you know, we, we came so young. I think that we've had as many influences in English as in Spanish, as, as you've seen in our albums, you know, like people go like, oh, it sounds like Muse in Spanish or like The Cure in Spanish. Sure, you know, just like some of our English music sounds like Cerati or Spinetta or Hector Lavoe, these things that we've listened to in Spanish that we contribute to English, which is it's inevitable, you know. I love that. I love that. So February 5th, people will be able to go out there on iTunes. Check that out if you want to go to them right now and like them on Facebook and see that other... You can find some of the Montenegro stuff out there. In fact, I, I do want to refer to an amazing video that I know Kinski directed with his his beautiful, beautiful wife, wife, Julia, yeah. who stars in it. Um, it was what got me to go see him play oh, wow. with Rodax <laughs> at uh, the Roxy. Think right before you guys left on that big tour. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was one of our last shows at the Roxy. We did that, and the tour ended in Phoenix, ironically. And then we. What we, was the name of the track? Uh, Como quisiera. Como quisiera. Yeah, the crazy makeup. And I would venture to say, if you want to get a good taste of the type of music, <laughs> the origin of where it all began. Yeah, that's a really beautiful. And track it's funny. And a it's very funny because cool we we I I actually my reference for that makeup was uh, David Bowie, actually, ironically. You know, Which, cool. this is a foreshadow, folks. Yeah, yeah. We will be talking mm -hmm. about David Bowie in a little bit. Um, all right, so <laughs> go to facebook.com backslash Gallo Band, and that's G-A-L-L-O-B-A-N-D. Like them, check them out. There was posting. They do. You guys are great. You, you definitely engage with your fans, and what's unique is you have fans not only all over the U.S., but Latin America yeah. and in Europe. And, and yeah, so yeah. as you embark on that tour, that'll be a lot of fun to be able to sort of reconnect with them, yeah, give yeah. them some love and show them, you know, this is this the, is the next, yeah, yeah. this is the new stuff, and this is what you're going to expect from us because it's a really cool sound. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you. Yeah, and that's exciting, that's, you know, because, I mean, again, yeah, like... That's, yeah, I mean, that's due to, like, so much tour that we've done in the past, like, three years. Like, we just play everywhere, anywhere, you know. Every day, for almost. food, yeah, <laughs> just we coins. play. They have coins, anything. <laughs> no, but our um, philosophy has been very, very kind of grassroots, which is good. You know, we, we've we've learned a really valuable lesson, 
And uh, I think that it's very exciting, again, to go out and present. Because one thing is to write a record and to make it sound great and stuff. Another thing is to make this record sound great live, you know. And maybe, hopefully, even better because the experience, you know, it's, it's raw and it's just immediate. And I feel like, man, when you go out and you get a little bit buzz or whatever, you know, and you go out and sweat and dance, I think it's such a essential primary you know it's like a primary thing it's, it's like you know what i mean like what you get from fighting or just it's, anything yeah, you do. i mean it just becomes like a connection between the artist and the you know the listener so you know there's like a worthless wordless communication like no you know without any saying anything there's a communication there's a connection hopefully you know that's how it feels when you're on stage you know people just connect to you and you know it's like feels like very intense so you know it's very I, I would venture to say that from the experience that I've had going to your shows that's 100% it I mean I would I just remember Jenny saying hey Julia's husband Kinski's in this band we'll and, and if it's coming from my wife I'm like super hesitant because she and I have totally <laughs> different tastes in music but literally when you came out with like those wings on yeah, it was like a wing wings. backpack or whatever that thing is. Like, <laughs> it is actually, it's a pack amazing. that I got and then I made it. It's amazing. And and like yeah. you had me at like, you know, the I think you actually came out to Como Quisiera. It was, yeah. Yeah, actually, so and it was, you had me yeah. there. Um. Anyway, so moving forward, you know, you guys came to the House of Rock today. And, yes, uh, yeah, thank you. We it's said so create and do whatever your heart desires. Get You could play something from, you know, the new album coming out or play something entirely new. Yeah. And uh, you guys went with, let's just be inspired and create here. Um, and so the tracks that we're going to highlight, the two that you recorded here at the oh. Blue Microphone studio at the House of Rock, um, are two brand new fresh tracks for your fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Which, you know, something is funny because we've had him for a while. It, and it's also something that is going to be so interesting because we originally, when we started this process, you know, we wanted to do a trilogy, you know. So the trilogy is, you know, Fuego, which is fire. And, and Phoenix Rising. So, for instance, out of the fire, the Phoenix rises. It's, it's like a, a, a symbolog you know, like sort of symbolog uh, symbology in, in both records, the system right. records. And then the third record, which is, is going to be a bit more political, it's called Perdido in America, Lost in America. And it will have a little bit more of the, the roots that we kind of have, which is cumbia, reggae, bossa nova. And um, we, we chose to do two of these tracks. One is called Mama We, which is super roots reggae. And the other one is called Namaste, which in Namaste, Tibetan. yeah, that one was like pretty much like uh, improvised, yeah, because I didn't know the song, so <laughs> I heard the song a long time ago, but but she never told me that we were gonna do the song, so I was like, I wish I would have been prepared for that song. You got but this, I mean, like, I think I, it's part of the the, but the essence. I'm, I'm always, you know, I love to improvise. I love to jam with bands and with people, so you know, it's a challenging, and you know, it feels good to like see what happens on you know on the spot, and you know, with this beautiful studio, you know. Rodax, he, he probably didn't know that you were going to record it today, and he got out here and he's like, <laughs> "I'd like to actually do some yoga." Uh, I thought we were coming stuff. to a party, man. No, I actually, I, I did say we we're going to record. I mean, that's you know, I was going to play. And and <laughs> no, but yeah. I think that that's also. I mean, again, it goes with the uh, our because Rodax and I are like you know wanderers. You know, we our parents moved around so much. We're always very open to whatever. I mean, that's the thing is if somebody told Rodax, hey, here's a Baba Laika play, he probably figured out, you know, 
yeah. or an accordion. We're just that kind of people. Like, like, so the thing is, like, it's cool also to be with like-minded individuals because even though we're brothers, you know, people go like, well, you, it, there can be a dissimilarity. But fortunately for both of us, I think we're very respectful of each other's space. And we have a very curious attitude towards music, which is, you know, just try it. So, look, sometimes, I mean, we don't know what these tracks are going to be like. It'll probably be shit, you know. I know Mama Way is an amazing track because we did it in Spanish and I want to do it in English. And um, But the thing is, the beauty of life, I think, is essentially trying things out. And, and even, quote, unquote, when you fail, you know. I mean, I, I read this saying that says there are no failures, only different outcomes. And I really like that because even if you, quote, unquote, fail, you can learn a really great, you know, uh, lesson in something, you know. So it's, it's, it's a great process for music. Without further ado, we're going to play Namaste for our listeners. Oh, wow. What do you say? All right, yeah. From the Blue Microphone Studio at the House of Rock, we have Gallo performing Namaste. Namaste. Namaste, Namaste, 
So, um, awesome that that came fresh from the studio. I'm thrilled that you guys recorded that. And then you went right over into a little bit more of a, I want to say a little bit more reggae-ish. Oh, definitely more reggae. No, you, uh, you don't have to say it. It's like roots reggae, yeah. Roots reggae, and the track is called Mama Way. Mama Way, Where did yeah. you guys write this? I actually had this song a long time ago, and I, I wrote it at a really uh, dark period of my life. Like, we've just come back from tour. I was broke. I just sank all my money into the band, and, and you know, I was in a fucked up place. So I wrote it in San Francisco at my brother's house. And I don't even know what Mama Way means. It, it was a melody that just came in my head. Like, you know, it was, it was I grew up, I, I, I woke up one time and I was like, just playing with this sort of really simple chord progression. And I just came with Mama Way, Mama Way, you know. And it just, and what I heard, because it's funny, because I met my wife and she, I played it for her. And she's like, this is fucking amazing. It's like, you know, because my wife was born in Africa. So she's like, I hear African, you know, in it. And I'm like, yeah, I wish I could go to a village. But unfortunately, I couldn't afford it. So. I try to emulate, I mean, we try to emulate uh, African singing and, and Chris, uh, Chris Pierce, which, you know, is a musician from LA, really great, he just came in and late, and he's got such a diverse voice, it was like, you know, he sang the low, the highs, and man, that, that to me, just spiked the track into this sort of world B type thing, and it was just magical, like, if you listen to the voices in sync with my voice and his voice, and each voice was kind of building, you know, with what I like. It's kind of like a Beatles trick. It's like each voice comes. It's great. So this track, though, won't be out until the next album. We're going to play the preview that you recorded here today. Yeah. yeah. And it will be, yeah, it will be point, when, yeah, you, when some, you hear it, yeah. Sometime next year. Um, next year, Lost in America. Summer, this maybe. is the ultimate teaser. Yeah. Our <laughs> listeners are getting the ultimate treat. <laughs> like, your wham. fans are going to yeah, be you know, basically song, yeah. salivating to get a hold of this track. Yeah, <laughs> um, Chris Pierce in particular is a, is a great friend of mine. Yeah, and yeah. actually, I he and I knew each other. I think before we started a relationship a year ago. Yeah, yeah. Before we started dating last yeah. year. <laughs> before you and I started dating. <laughs> Thank what you. happens That's when you're cool. in Hong Kong? You just start making <laughs> yeah. no sense. Um, all right. So from the Blue Microphone Studio at the House of Rock, we have the track "Mama Way." Estoy contemplando otro lugar 
Me están quitando las ganas de seguir Two for two, folks. Two for two. And that's all we're going to play you from the house. Now, yeah. I will say it brings me the greatest pleasure to also give you a teaser for what's to come this February that will be released yes. February 5th yeah. on iTunes, through the website, and yeah. other And in, in the country, yeah, because exactly. we're going to go on tour, thank God, and sort of... Spread really, your seed. Yeah, and, I mean, and just play... Road Axe, you'll be spreading your seed. Yeah, your, your brother. I hope his wife is not watching. Yeah. Wife is not. Oh wait, Rodax, you have a wife too. Yeah. So family <laughs> life. Now here's. Pachi is gonna be spreading his seed. Sal is gonna be spreading his seed. Not us. Here's the question for you. Now I know that uh, you know my boy yeah, over here, Kensky, has lived in Paris. Uh, is working on speaking his fifth language. Jesus Christ! And you know his wife was born in Africa. <laughs> Where, what? What's your story? <laughs> I, I know uh, I hate to put you on the spot here, uh, but you you did get married. Now, do you have a little one? Your little yeah, boy? I have a little girl. A little girl. Seven. Yeah, seven. She's little. Seven. Jesus. Seven year old. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. My story is simple. I mean, I'm a simple guy, so yes, I, I have a simple life. Simple guy. Music. Hey, and but I'm simple life. too, man. Come oh, on. Family. With you know, a family. lot of layers. You're, you're this guy. Like an brother. onion. <laughs> like, yeah. No, this guy is like an onion. I'm more like, uh, I don't know. Oh, come on. Banana. Man. By association. I'm also simple. <laughs> I just I just like learning things. That's it. Yeah. But I'm actually quite simple, man. I just like painting and I'm, you know, I'm just curious. All right. So speaking of painting, before we dive oh, into wow. the album and track. So right now, as I look to my right, toward the end of the studio, I've got the Bob Dylan Geisha. Uh, it's, and you it's can like, acquire so, it. Yeah, exactly. And you can buy it. You can <laughs> also no buy it. 
yeah, no, so it's uh, it looks like 24 by 24. Is it is right? two by two. Two yeah. by two. Jesus Christ, it's Hong Kong made you sharper. And it is absolutely amazing. I wish, you know, is this on the website? Where can we find the geisha uh, book? You can, actually. That's the beauty of it. Like, I, I just feel like it's such an intimate thing that I don't really advertise. Ironically, you know, and Brother says he's, he's, he's a simple man, but he's the one that does all the canvases, you know. So we also are associated in that sense, you know, it's just because yeah. he's such a great meticulous sort of a scientist in, in every form. So he does carpentry and he's really. So. He does all the all the frames for all the paintings that I've done, so it's actually awesome, absolutely yeah. awesome. But you so. can you can, I mean, you know, I I have shows once in a while, like private shows, and that's all I do. I don't like to be like awesome. probably like Facebook and um, guy use Facebook like is where you know will people will find uh, find the uh, I don't know information about the galleries and stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. So everybody, subscribe. Go like Gaio on Facebook. And you know, here's one thing I will say: you can like somebody on Facebook, but you you have so many likes that you have that come up in your feed. I would just yeah. go to Gaio once a week and mm. say what's up. Check and, it out. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the tracks that we're gonna play. Uh, the first track is called Renegades. Uh, yeah. Where did you guys write that song? Uh, I well, I did the music for that song years ago, and I had it. And uh, I liked it, but I, it was it didn't really fit for the for the Montenegro stuff. So just I just had it. And um, yeah, one time Kinski did lyrics, and he's like, "Hey, why don't we do the song?" I was like, "What song?" I was like, "What song?" I, was like, I forgot the song. I was like, "Oh wow, <laughs> this cool. is what brothers are for." And yeah. this also this this song also so if to further this the the interest is interesting story, as you know, uh, our friend uh, Christopher. Uh, Sester, who used to play, you know, he's, he has a band called Damn Dogs, he used to be in Jet. He did some, I really like the way he sings, so I asked him, hey, you know, can you do some vocals for this, because I wanted him. To me, it's a little bit like, you know, Oasis type of, you know, singing, which is great, man, because there's this little bridge, so he sings the song with us, you know? Brilliant. Yeah, so... So uh, this Renegades. is Phoenix Rising. <clears throat> yeah. The so, song is called Renegades. Yeah, and he sings, you know, he sings basically the song with us, and I feel like that's what I like. He adds a little bit of a spice to it because it's a very different singing even though so like if sal was like hey i can't hear the difference he sounds like you <laughs> well <laughs> god damn it all right so the track renegades recorded at phantom vox we had a guest on the track what's chris's last name christopher sesta christopher sesta from the band jet out of australia there's a lot of complexities no no he this. yeah he, he has a new band called damn dogs he probably killed me if he's just yeah, Damn Dogs. But I mean, yeah, he's from Jet, too. So. He's from Jet, too. We got Damn Dogs. And uh, here you have it from Gaio. The Listen track is it. Renegades. Yeah, yeah.
fantastic it's a good way to kick things off off the album yeah um i really really love where you took this album i mean i am a fan of the prior stuff but you're absolutely right it's a it's a different different take and you know you would never know that it was like that song was written years ago and we had to pull it out of the the vault yeah it's yeah. a lot of funk here uh, <laughs> um, it is honestly just in general like the next track we wanted to highlight is the red yeah that that's you know it's funny because it's it's interesting that we chose this because Rodex I mean technically Rodex wrote the Renegades and I wrote Red even though we both write stuff but our our styles are so different you know Rodex just has such a funkiness to him which is great it is really it very very it complements and he makes everything so different the Red I actually wrote one morning when I woke up I was in England with my at my wife's grandmother's house and I just wrote that. And I went back to sleep. It was really weird because I had the phone. I woke up and I just like, I was like, you know, the lyrics like, I think I'm going crazy. And then I went to sleep. Like 10 minutes later, I got up and, and the red, the red's coming to my head. I left it there and I went back to sleep. I was like, so I woke up. It's one of those like satisfaction moments, you know, like that song. And I was like, this is great. And I remember for a long time, I tried to make that song and it, it was like, oh, it's not a good song. So. Finally, when we did it, and I'm really happy because to me, the song sounds like uh, all the bands that I love, you know, The Cure and The Pesh Mode and New Order. So I was really happy to keep it pure and upbeat, which is, and then the bass is just like kind of dirty and punk in a way. So it's it's really great. Yeah, we just wanted to keep like, even though like, like drums are like uh, electronic and then keys, there's a lot of keys going on. And uh, we did guitar like, bass and um, something else just to keep it more organic you know just to keep that balance of like new technology but like old stuff vintage you can so. vibe with that that sounds good all right yeah. so from the album phoenix rising the track is the red there you have it
sounded amazing. The red. <laughs> we have to have you present as a hotel cafe. We have Tyler presenting us. <laughs> Next, Renegades. <laughs> From the album, Phoenix Rises. You know that we're back, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. We're recording everything. Yeah, I appreciate... Just, I don't mind, like, you know, it's cool. Like, we're back. It's not like we're naked or doing anything bad. We're just picking, the, picking the slack. There were actually jokes that back in the day when we didn't video the podcast that we just were doing the podcast naked. It was usually. We were, it was, it was, didn't we do it naked last time? I, maybe that could have been. Could've Dude, last been. time yeah, we got remember. so drunk. I was too drunk to remember. Last time, <laughs> yeah, that? we had scotch. Yeah, I was yeah. so drunk. I, I don't remember half of the conversation. I just remember it was some of the times was absurd. It was like, what are we talking about? You will have a bookmark at some point in your life where you look back and we're like, all right, so this is the Montenegro podcast <laughs> and this is the Gaio podcast. No, this is, this is the I'm scotch. glad I recorded all those so, stories because I forgot them all. Yeah, Scotch podcast. This is the beer podcast. It's a little bit lighter and <laughs> a little bit more like a sober, sober uh, version. All right, so you guys are ready to go on tour. Um, you're also going to be releasing the album early next year in February the fifth, and uh, it's it's a really exciting time because you know you're rolling right into the holidays. You, you have a lot of you know curious people looking for the next big thing, or just people that really like the vibe or the type of music that you're playing. Yeah. Uh, they've had a great sample with the four tracks we played for them today. Um, it's a perfect way to segue into influences. You know, I asked you earlier today, pick a track that you're really fond of that you'd like to highlight in the podcast. Um, you know, whether it's had an impact on your music or just a track that you absolutely adore, uh, it's completely up to you. Um, Kinski, I'm going to go with you first. Okay. Who's your artist and what track? I picked uh, Cindy Loper, and uh, the track was Time After Time. And I think what I what I realized when I was you know when I was young you know there was like always this sort of energy of machismo in Mexico which is interesting. I remember when I listened to Cindy Lauper, I was like, what, what a wacky voice, you know. I, it was the first thing, and then I loved her style and just her wackiness. So, and her 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 range and her uh, style of writing, I think it was so refreshing when she came out with like girls just want to have fun and you know all that. People probably are like, what the hell is he talking about? But Oh no, no, no! People yeah, I was probably like, yeah, I remember I was really young, and I would sing to like the the girls just want to have fun video and just that kind of stuff. But it was like the sort of feminine moment for me, you know, to realize that. I mean, I just was more in touch with that femininity, and and I felt it's interesting because I sort of felt ashamed of it at the time, but I realize now that it sort of shaped me because you know, I mean, women and and artists and. And every aspect has shaped me, so I'm kind of happy that yeah, I. Of course, that. I mean you. You live, like half of you is you. I mean, you, that's uh, you know influencing the other fifty percent is like your mom's. So. Yeah, so, so it's nice that we had a feminine energy, and even, yeah. So, I'm happy. From Cindy Lauper, we have the track "Time After Time." Honestly, that track's awesome. And if anybody in their right mind thinks differently, 
yeah. whether it was getting them in touch with their fe- you know femininity or you know whatever. Oh, she was bad. I mean, the thing about Cindy Loper, what I like, you know, there's something kind of beautiful about ambiguity for me. You know, like that's why I've always loved artists who are not just like because you know it's beautiful to be tough and stuff, but it's also beautiful to be fragile. I think showing being fragile as a male, you know, it's a beautiful thing because it shows actually courage. You know, so. 100%. Cindy Loper was kick-ass. I mean, money changes everything. The video she does, and she's in the trash can just pounding the shit out of it. It's just like, that's more, you can't get more punk than that, but it's amazing, you know? Yeah. So, Rodax, what is your track? Uh, my, well, I choose an album because I think that's like a, one of the best albums I've ever heard in my, my life. Uh, David Bowie, uh, Let's Dance. And, you know, just listen to the whole thing from first song to the last you know track and it's just amazing and it's just a great it's like a landscape you know so yeah i mean i just to describe it is just go and listen to the yeah album and, you know you'll see what you know well when you chose let's dance by david bowie we actually went to the video right before oh, the podcast yeah. and with That's something, <laughs> if you don't remember what the video is, it's That's David so, Bowie, like in, you know, New probably Mexico. a border town, yeah, a yeah. border town, probably US Mexico, where a bunch of people that could care less about <laughs> David Bowie <laughs> awesome. probably are getting free drinks on the shoot. <laughs> and they're sort of dancing around, trying to think like they can dance. But it's, it's a very fun. goofy 80s they're, dance. They're dancing to Cumbia, and they, they, they just don't realize that it's David Bowie. <laughs> and so this is post david bowie's big afro this is when he got it all slicked back and you know i guess we really the album was released in 83 yeah april 83 and uh because you chose let's dance let's just choose the title track off the album let's dance all right so here you have it listeners david bowie let's dance Well, David Bowie, that was his 15th album. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, we are, I mean, we're children of the 80s. What can we do? Uh, well, I agree. You know, I totally like, agree. It's like we were talking about, well, by the way, we were talking about different albums. The other thing that I feel like is slightly, not unfair, but there's some Latin artists that really influenced us. And, you know, as well, like Spinetta, Hector Lavoe, Pedro Infante, Jose Jose. You know, there's all these also Latin artists who, you know, but unfortunately, you know, we, we had to choose one, and I thought, and that thing is great because it makes you think like. So it's one period of your life that it, you know, because there's so many periods. Also, like you know, punk period, Radiohead period, you know, Massive Attack period. Just. When you paint, well, 
do you go dead silent or do you usually have a soundtrack no 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 music no music no yeah so you're you're what is that process well like? it depends like it just depends what i'm painting if i'm painting like the bass uh the, the just the bass stuff i don't listen if i'm painting crazier stuff then i like to listen i like to listen to a lot of uh just like things that i don't understand like i listen to a lot of african tibetan uh portuguese things that i really genuinely don't i feel much more comfortable that's what i think that is so beautiful sometimes because when you don't understand it takes less effort to listen yeah. to you know i don't know if, it, if it's just me but it's, it's something beautiful about, you know, like African singing because I don't understand anything. So it's just much more emotional. And when I'm painting, for me, I paint much more as a sort of exercise of meditation. You know, I'm not trying, because I don't paint figurative at all. I do mostly just colors. And so, yeah. I, yeah. Th I think like when you don't understand some like uh, language of, like, of a song, is is it becomes more like an instrument. And you, you know. Yeah, I think I like that. very well said. All right, here's the house pick. I chose something contemporary, uh, a group that hails from Santa Barbara, of all places, uh, a group called Revolution. And this is, I believe, their third studio album that they've released. Uh, it's called Peace of Mind, and the single off the album is called Sky, Sky is the Limit. And uh, they released it earlier this year in January and have been touring nonstop off of it since the release great guys also co-hosted the podcast probably around the time that you were rocking and rolling doing the montenegro thing yeah and uh yeah man, it's it's definitely something like we were talking about reggae is great you know it's very very hip it's uh it's it's fun and i think everyone can appreciate it hence yeah. the reason why bob marley got really popular right it's timeless to me you know it's really like you listen like my my son in his nine months, but I remember when he was little, like I play, he would cry, and then I play Bob Marley for him, and he's just like stopped. It's really weird. It's like, <laughs> Rastafaria, man. I swear to God, it's like Jab was kind of talking. It was really weird because every time he cried, I play him Bob Marley, and he's just like, huh? <laughs> so it's just kind of the healing of, of the you know reggae and the sort of infectious infectiousness of it. You know, I, I love reggae, and that's the thing. I'm not a reggae artist, you know. I don't like to qualify. Um, sort of be pigeonholed it but i definitely i i would say that 60 percent of what i write is reggae ska oriented for me you know so well without further ado let's play the track for everybody so here we have revolution performing sky's the limit Full speed, but I hold together like the ball needs the seam. I'm 
trying to do something not nothing you trying to hold me back and that's fine nothing you say or do is worth my time good day to you i respectfully decline and now i'm coming stronger than ever you say i'm a fool i say whatever i'm in it for the good vibes together and the love lasts forever no time for the wicked if you're in my line i'ma go around the sign and still bring it sky is the limit out of my way you can't get me down no time for the wicked if you're in my line i'ma go around the side and still bring it sky is the limit out of my way you can't get me down We've had quite a podcast. We, we found out that uh, Gaio, which maybe not in the Montenegro interview, found out that they were uh, musically promiscuous. I, I yeah. like that quote. <laughs> that they, wow. were, they had a curious attitude toward music. Yeah, yeah. And that they have really embraced a new sound. And on those albums, both Fuego and uh, Phoenix Rising in February 5th, you'll be able to buy them on iTunes. They're going to have lots of cool videos that go along with them. In fact... You were telling me that you recorded uh, a video in French, actually. Is yeah, we it's we good. have this. Yeah, we have this one song called La Vête Noire, which means the Black Beast, and um, I did it with uh, my wife Julia. You know, she has, uh, she speaks French, and I always wanted to like a, a Serge Gainsbourg, and I speak lousy French, but so I I hope that they don't crucify me in, in France. But I just wanted to sort of do like a Serge, Gain, uh, Serge Gainsbourg and. Uh, the Jane in Oregon, you know, and I wanted to do it like that, and and um, sort of uh, 
I'm gonna, sh uh, you know, we're gonna, we have a, we have a bunch of cool videos coming up. So we are very excited to to have the new year kind of come in with uh, new things and new product and tour and just kind of work, you know. Check out Gaio at facebook.com backslash Gaio Band, and that's G-A-L-L-O-B-A-N-D. And uh, you guys, it was awesome having you out thank to the you house. So thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Pachi and hope. Juan and Sal, too. And yeah. thank you to Tyler and, and Beto and Jeff. They're just cool, cool people. They made it, they made it you guys, yeah. worth it. Yes. All the tequila was you guys rock. <laughs> greatly appreciated. So I think it's safe to say we're closing on the note of we had some rock, love, and magic here today at the House of Rock. <laughs>